0: Hello, and welcome to Unpredictable. We are a goal-setting, goal-getting group, and we're a little unpredictable. We live life at our terms (laughs) on our time, and sometimes that means a podcast doesn't come very often. I'm Judy Ring, and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm an account manager, I'm a podcaster, and I'm a writer.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah Tipler. I'm a mother, a runner, a Ph.D. student, and a good life enthusiast in Salt Lake City, Utah.
2: Hi, I'm Katie LeBrun. I am a girl mom, a farm wife, and I work in egg sales in eastern South Dakota.
0: All right, here we are, episode 111. And we are approaching mid-year, and we probably should do a little check-in today to see what's going on. Our goal is to always check in every couple of weeks and see what everybody's working on. Um So I I will just tell you, I decided this week I needed more focus because, of course, my word of the year is focus, which I have on my bracelet. On one side it says focus, the other says 2021. Last week I stayed completely on program for my exercise program, including the strength workouts, which are really hard for me. But I did, um, so this week I decided I was missing some things that I really want to make sure I accomplish each week. And so I scheduled my weeks out, my whole week out Monday through Friday this week with work, with the fun things I want to do, and with actual like tasks I need to get done personally. And so far, so good. I also am committed to going to bed a little earlier and getting up a little earlier so I make sure I get my workout, at least a walk done in the morning this week. And so far I'm on schedule, and it's kind of a rigid schedule, but it has some room for some play in it. So that's where I'm at right now. Do you think that helps
2: that you have those fun things to look forward to,
0: even though you have a rigid schedule? Do you think that makes your scheduling easier? Absolutely, 100%. Like tomorrow is golf day for me a big deal i always look forward to wednesday golf day and knowing that's coming up is a really positive thing the other thing is i'm scheduling th- scheduling things at lunch since i've been working from home and more so lately because i'm very busy at work i end up logging in at 6 30 certainly by seven o'clock in the morning i eat at my desk and i don't quit until 4:30 or 5 o'clock at night and that is just not working for me in the summertime it's too nice out and so now I'm scheduling noontime things that are personal things that get me away from my desk and also trying to make a real conscious last week when I was golfing one of my people that I golf with said to me you're checking your work email you've got to stop working and I thought oh man I do I do have to stop working so it's, it's making me more conscious. The, the goal this week was to be organized, but also to find some joy. I also went through my closet and threw away all those things that I haven't worn for a year and a half because I haven't had any meetings or gone anywhere that I didn't really like in the first place. And now they are in the goodwill pile. Perfect. I've been
2: thinking about that today. So I took a I took a personal day today. Um, because I said earlier that if I wasn't going to hire a house cleaner, I need to use this PTO that I never get used in a year and take some time to do that. And I, of course, haven't done that. And last week, the house was a disaster. And the landscaping was a disaster. And I thought, taking a day off next week. It's summertime, which is my supposed to be slower time of year. And I needed this day. I have got some deep cleaning done. I spent a bunch of time in the garden. I got the vines peeled out of my landscaping. It's just been a good quiet day of catch up for some things and so i kept thinking about your closet stuff too because i don't have a closet in my bedroom so and i don't dress up for work so i do a pretty good job keeping my clothes pared down um, as i wear the yoga pants that have a massive hole in the knee because they're my favorite (laughs) that's just gonna be all but i need to do that with dresses but i struggle because i I like a lot of them, but I don't wear them very often, and I think I should sell these on a rummage site, but my sister reminds me very frequently that clothes are like cars and they lose a lot of value after you buy them so I just I need to get over it and just donate them and clean them out and be done with it. but
0: maybe I'll work on that yeah, so if I mean what's the if you sell them and um, what is the purpose? There's some great donation places that and what do you hope to get do you really need to take the time and the struggle to sell them that's what I it comes down to for me for a lot of things I end up donating it and then at the end of the year writing off donations that I because it's just frankly it's a lot easier and I don't have right. the stress of it so
2: yeah. you will but, be proud last week I asked about the DVDs because you can um there's apps that you can get DVDs on but it's I mean, it's nothing. And I, I finally went, this isn't worth it. I'm just getting rid of these. And I did. So I cleaned out a lot of space with that.
1: I wonder if there's a place, um, when I used to live in Duluth, they had a specific place for women's clothes that were for jobs, like nicer clothes that you could donate for women to get jobs with and have interviews with. And I haven't been able to find a specific place like that where I've lived now, but that made me feel better about knowing like, this is going to help. This is a nice piece of clothing that someone can have to work, work in and like won't have to rummage through all of the other stuff that's at Goodwill or something like that. But Mm -hmm. maybe there's something like that out there.
2: There probably is. And that's, you know, I keep a box. Our church has yearly clothing drives, but they won't take dress clothes. Um, and these are probably more like wedding type, you know, dress up stuff, which you, I mean, some people would wear to work too. So I do need, and I know of a few in soup balls that I need to look into and just bite the bullet because I'm probably not wearing most of those dresses again, <laughs> even if I think I might, who knows, put right. a little pressure on my brother here. You think you'll ever get married? <laughs> and <I might> be-
0: <laughs>
1: we pray for him.
0: <laughs> He's had opportunities to ask. Should I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: that's. I mean, it's a struggle though. It it is tough when you spend your money on nice things and then you don't wear them, or your life changes and things change, and it is kind of like, well, you want to get something for them, but yeah, you'll. I don't know. I
2: probably should bought them in the first place if that was my intention for them. So I just need to let go of that.
0: <laughs> well, you know what I find that I buy here's pro tip uh, when I buy clothes that are cheap though I end up not you know I wear them a little bit and then they don't hold up and I get, then they hang in my closet because I think oh I can't get rid of them but they just don't feel right on me they don't bring me joy mm-hmm. and, and then uh, if I spend a little more even sometimes a lot more on something I tend to like it more and those are the clothes I end up wearing anyway so I think my thing moving forward has to be to have like a classic pair of black pants or two that are interchangeable and then just stick with things that are a little nicer that maybe they're on sale but were were maybe more expensive in the beginning because they're made a little better Um, you know t-shirts from Target I love Target but they don't hold up they just don't so there you And, go. you
2: know, of course, the work and everything at home makes those capsule wardrobes probably a lot more feasible because you just don't need all the things. Hey, that's definitely something I've gotten better at is spending a little bit more money on clothes that I know I'm going to wear and like and wash them more than
0: once. Right. I remember my first pair of very expensive leggings I bought. I bought a pair of Lululemons. And they're, they were approaching $80, I think, for leggings. And I thought, are, are you kidding me? How can I justify this? I think that was 10 years ago. And other leggings I bought and thrown away that were $20, probably many pairs. This pair is, like, brand new. And I, pro- I wear them the most of any of the pairs I have. So there gets to be that point, too, where it makes a difference. How about you, Sarah? What are you up to? Um, I
1: started... Marathon training a couple weeks ago, (laughs) and then I'm wondering if it wasn't carrying my daughter halfway down a mountain one day. That kind of did it to me, but I injured my neck muscles and wasn't really able to do anything for like a good week last week. Starting to feel a little better and did get a run in today, so I'm trying to pick back up on my training and um, trying to be kind to myself where I'm at and with how hot it is if you don't get running at six in the morning, it gets pretty warm out there. Um, So I'm just trying to be gentle about that. I'm, you know, there's some things I'll have to come back to just talking about what your, your schedule and working from home and all these things. But um, all in all, I today signed up for a, a trail running challenge through Nike. That's like July 1st to September 1st and you can shoot for a 50 mile on trail 50 miles collectively over that time or 100 miles collectively and it wasn't very much and you get a coffee mug so I was like yeah that sounds like fun to me (laughs) be a little motivation to get out to the trails um, which is kind of the reason the whole reason for signing up for a marathon over the summer is just to run in these cool places and get outside Um, and then I signed up for the Park City 10 miler and a half marathon. They do a series in the summer, and I thought, what a nice way to get out on the trail that's supported and wouldn't have to pack along all the things, and there's other people, and um, I'd get to see some new territory that I've never been to. So I'm excited for some putting my money where my mouth is and hopefully getting out there a little bit more. Um, other than that, it's just kind of trying to find the balance or figuring out the scheduling, like you mentioned of working from home a little bit and trying to relax at the same time or like trying to find fun and just the coming out of COVID, I think is just, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird feelings for wanting to make the most of this summer and feeling like what just happened to me. (laughs) Um, So I guess I was interesting hearing you talk Judy about scheduling. I was just talking to one of my sisters about this last night and how there's so many good things about working from home and also there wasn't a big adjustment period for people. It was kind of like it just happened and we all did it. And that's great, but there's also like these hard parts of turning work off and having fun and being in your space you know just all the things separating your space of your home and work and um, I'm curious if that scheduling helped you with kind of I mean you've worked from home before but not this much at a time probably so I'm wondering if that scheduling really helped you to turn off work
0: yeah I think so far but I, you know I'm on day two I'm on day two of it but I will tell you that so I I write a lot and I set up a separate writing desk in we are fortunate we have a three season porch that is great at this time of the year and I set up a separate writing desk in there because I don't this is my work desk this one that I'm podcasting from right now and I don't I found I wasn't writing because I didn't want to come and sit at my work desk. So by setting up that other area, um it made it easier. I was and the same person at uh golf that was telling me that I needed to stop working also told me that she's works from home. She usually travels all the time and of course she's not traveling at all right now. And she said that she refuses to sit down at that desk once she signs out at the end of the day. And she said it is She lives in a condo in downtown Minneapolis as well. And she said, it's right there all the time, but I will not go sit there because if I start sitting there, then I'm all of a sudden in the middle of work again. And it feels like work. So that's the interesting thing that has happened to a lot of people that are work from home. And I know of other people who say, hey, I'm just a lot more efficient. Instead of having to feel like I'm working eight hours a day, I do my job in six hours. And I I believe that to be true. And then I believe those people that are not very good at work, are worse when they're working from home. You know, there's some people that just aren't, if you're not effective when you go into an office, you're probably not effective at home either. So it's, it is going to be different. I know of companies that are forcing their people to come back now. That you will not have a choice. There will not be remote opportunities. And that's going to be interesting for people that are your age because. It's a big deal for people to work from home. They like it. Some people like it a lot, and they're going to want to work for a company that offers that. I personally like a flexible schedule where I can go in 3 days a week. One of the ladies I work with, I was talking to this afternoon and she said, "I want to work 3 days. I want to work Mondays and Fridays at home, and I want to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the office. I want interaction with people, and I need to get away from my home once in a while." She's a single gal and I get that too. So I think we all have to think about, you know, what's important to us. But what are we willing to do? What are we willing? Are we willing to go back into an office five days a week? I don't know. Katie, what you know for you, you are you don't have an your office is your home. So nothing changed for you, uh, other than you when you didn't have daycare, you were had that whole thing going on. So how do you feel about it? Knowing like knowing now that you don't, you don't have to go to an office, how would you feel about if you were told you had to go to an office?
2: It would probably be really hard for me. Um, Partially because I'm not very good about shutting those hours off, which I also, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. I appreciate it because I can flex my schedule and it's hard because hard to shut it off (laughs) but (laughs) if I had to go sit in an office somewhere it would be difficult for me the flip side of that is because I am not used to being in an office when I stop like to my dealers and talk to them in their office I probably go into a little bit of chatty salesman mode (laughs) maybe not as productive as I am as when I'm sitting in my my home office by myself trying to get things crossed off the list so (laughs) yeah i I'd
1: really struggle with that. I think when I was talking to my sister, a lot of what we were talking about was the the nice flexibility if you're a mom and you can have that flexibility to work around a kid's schedule and how nice that is, or just you know wake up and get to work in in your home, but then when you are in those instances when the kids have to be home and you can't go anywhere, really. And you're also trying to work and you can't do anything well. You can't parent well and you can't work well. And it's just like, I know there's an adjustment period or I mean, it takes a while for companies to figure this out too, but it is really hard, I think, to maintain your feeling of like production or efficiency or motivation when you're like trying to do all those things and nothing is working well. Um, it can be hard where I could see really scheduling out your day would maybe help with some of that of like, OK, I just really need to get this done by this time and then I can have some free time and then or whatever. But It's just it's just interesting to me.
0: I think the interesting thing, too, is that it's affected women much more than it has affected men. I don't care what you say at the end of the day. Now, I do have some young guys that I work with and they are sharing the parenting duties but for the most part that's not the case for the most part it's falling on the women mm-hmm.
1: which is uh um, so I was just telling you too about the Glennon Doyle's new podcast for or we can do hard things I believe it's called and they have a couple of real I mean they're all have been really good so far and I haven't finished this one called overwhelm that they've was one of their latest ones. And it was kind of all about that and how there's this invisible load that we carry as moms and um, how we make the list. And it's nice when people ask us what they can do to help, but they're not also making the list of the things that need to be done and how it would be nice to have somebody that could make a list as well. And like (laughs) just do the things and know what needs to be done and it was really validating for me to hear, um, just hear them talk about their own struggles and how interesting it is that we carry so many things. And then also how we can show acts of love in ways that look like caring for other people and how that can disentangle and all these feelings have become overwhelming and, um, whatnot. So anyway, long story short, I would recommend their podcast. Um, a lot. So, so far, it's been really insightful for me to listen to and process my own stuff as I'm listening to them talk about their own.
0: So let's talk about through the rest of the year now, are you pretty set on your goals or are you thinking about taking a step back and, and looking at something different for the year? I'm
2: probably fairly set in them. Uh the flip side of that is that I'm not necessarily in the depths of anything short term that's going to be wrapped up per se. Um I've got some long term goals that I'm just kind of in the middle of. I basically hit my work goals for the year. Um but I obviously need to keep, you know, keep going with that too. So um I don't particularly have anything to add at this point. How's that? I will say I started step beds at the beginning of the year and they were going really, 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 really poorly. (laughs) And that's gone better. I think I'm going to make up some of the money that I
1: lost on early
2: step (laughs) beds. So, so that's kind of my new goal.
1: (laughs) I think I am pretty well just working through the kinks of trying to stay on a training plan And, um, meal planning, I did a meal plan this week with, and I told you, I hyperlinked the recipes in my word calendar. So it's been really easy to just pull it up. I know what I'm, and I'm looking forward to meals that I picked. They've been really good so far. So, um, just trying to like get into that mode of focusing on health and rejuvenation. Um, I do have a garage organization goal that last night I, took the boxes the totes out and looked in them and labeled some and then I left them in the garage floor. so <laughs> you did my good husband... <laughs> my husband, my husband works, works in the garage, garage so he was, was like, like what's happening you <laughs> can you fix this <laughs> um so one day at a time with that goal um other than that I we've been trying to get on a few more hikes and I'm really thinking about trying to add a little more fun into my life and letting go of um, just the goals and adding the also in Glennon's podcast they talked about fun and how women we we are good about or can be good about resting and taking time to rest that we need but we don't take time always to have fun or we have a hard time having fun because we have so much responsibility And how fun is important because it kind of is the opposite of, they would say, depression and things like that. Those really hard, tough feelings that it's good to rest, but you should also have that other level of playfulness in your life, you know. Um, So I'm going to try to do that. Um, Yeah, so health, working on the health part for a while.
0: So maybe next time we can take some time to talk about what that fun is and define what maybe that looks like for you because do you sometimes feel like oh i need well, i always say i need more joy or i'm going to have more joy and then it's like what does that even mean for me and actually this morning i went for my run and i got done and i took a shower and i just let the water run over the over me for a little extra time you know not not that i'm trying to waste water but it just was really joyful <laughs> Just to stand there and feel that water. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but those little things in a day, uh, sometimes they just are fleeting, and you don't even think about how nice they are. Or taking some time to sit on the porch and read. That's fun for me, and I don't always take time for that. So, working Mm -hmm. on that.
2: So that that would be, be, I guess, something something that I need to to pay pay attention to. to. Just Just last last night, night. there's a, a... I by happen chance found out they're playing pickleball in Dells a few weeks ago. So I've been trying to get over there. And they play on Monday nights and Thursday nights. And I last night I was thinking, I gotta pick just one day and just only go on that day. Then I thought, why do I have to only go on one day? Like last night I put the girls to bed so I didn't miss any time with them. Um, I left after that, got to town at 8, which that's half the hang-up, because I'm like, it is 8 o'clock. I need to get ready for bed, finish the things, and get to bed. And we stayed out with the lights on and played pickleball till 10 o'clock, and it was just so fun. And I, I can go twice a week out of seven days if it's after the kids are going to bed. And guess what? All of my to-do list was still there, even though I should have done some of it. But it was still there for today, and it brought it me, a me a lot of joy. Of joy
0: exactly perfect you know that to-do list can be an abc list the a's have to get done the b's you'd like to get done and the c's can wait for another day but you need them there on the list i remind myself of that because my list is so long sometimes such a list maker so
2: some of mine might have (laughs) even been made in a life going on
0: (laughs) it's okay it's all good any last thoughts before we put a wrap on this one any new good books that you're listening to or reading? I want to recommend The Sweeney Sisters. I've probably recommended it before. It's by Leanne Dolan. She's one of the Satellite Sisters. We're going to be reading. Or we're, we read it this month in my, one of my book clubs, and she's going to actually pop into our book club via Zoom. She lives out in Pasadena, California. But it's really a great summer read. I, I highly recommend that one. It's really a fun book. Uh, I'm finishing a Karen Babine book and it's taking me a really long time because it's essays. It's a short book, but it's all essays. So there's nothing like that grabs me and wants me to stay with it. And I just need to get that one finished. How about you, Katie?
2: Uh, I have not been reading and I need to. I've had the last two book club books and have not gotten them started. So that's, I struggle with that in the summer because I just want to be, which I could sit outside and, read um but i always have fun gardening which brings me joy i like you know my garden that's my, my therapy so i don't get much reading done in summer
0: you know what i try to do is set a 20 minute timer once a day so that i because that 20 minutes could be time that i'm scrolling through social media and instead of doing that i try to if i haven't read yet that helps get me off social media and to reading instead that's a good idea. Yeah, it gets me through a book. It takes a while, but it gets me through a book that's a little harder to read. How about you, Sarah?
1: I am still working on the book, A Codename, Helene. And part of my problem is I li- I like to list- have a book to listen to for when I'm running or walking, but then this one's on my Kindle, so I kind of like toggle between two books at one time, and sometimes n- neither of them get finished for a while. Um, but I have to get it back from the library because the library only lets me borrow it for so long. Um, so other than that, I've just, I got a bunch in my library and my Libby app that are ready to go. I, I just haven't started a new one to listen to because I haven't finished the other one. And so
0: we'll see. Sounds good. Well, we're about at time to wrap up. So we, uh, once again, enjoyed the time that we had together to talk about our uh, our goal setting and our goal getting and uh, we appreciate uh, those that are listening and we'll be back again at some point we don't know when but maybe once before the fourth of july this is episode 111 of unpredictable i'm judy ring along with katie and sarah have a great day